Yes, it's that time again. It's time for another bloke pod. Episode 8. Action Jackson. Number 8. Uh, number eight. Uh, <laughs> uh, Barty Gumble uh, at his most finest. Um, that, that is a top episode for all those who haven't seen that one. Yes. Do yourself a favour. The Simpsons when it was still funny and relevant. Yeah, the Boo Sharps. That was yeah. a that was an opening episode for one yeah. series, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Lo- that was probably the last funny, go- yeah. the last truly yeah. funny series. That's so. Right. The old B Sharps, yeah. Bigger than Jesus. That's right. Of course we're bigger than Jesus. We did, didn't we? That, that was, was our... the name of our second album. <laughs> Classic. Well, Classic Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're at, we're at that stage, episode eight. Just uh, a quick wrap-up on uh, from episode seven. There's a couple of loose ends that we maybe need to tie up. Doing a bit of research during the week. UB40, unemployment benefit, form 40. Which is probably quite apt, given, <laughs> right. given where things are going for us, you know. I'm, I'm sure that uh, UB40 have had a little bit of experience filling in said yeah. form since they uh, stopped partaking in the red, red wine. Um, <laughs> if you don't quite know what we're talking about, check out um, episode seven. And it, it, it's even better than the B-Sharps episode. I'll, yeah. I'll throw that out there. Yeah, that's, yeah. So, uh, and just a couple of shout-outs and thank yous as well. Uh, we should... Shout out to Michael and the team at Shadow Theory for putting together our awesome logo. It's more than we deserve. <laughs> it really is. It really and is. Your yeah. checks in the mail, but it will bounce. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so uh, Mike, we've tried. We've tried to get Michael on a on a podcast actually, but he refuses to come on unless we talk about Adobe and Star Trek. Yeah, so he considers this show to be beneath him, which well, frankly is a bit of a slap in the face. But, but uh, <laughs> I mean, as far as I can see, you know. He wants to, he'll only come on if we talk about Adobe or Star Trek, so quite naturally, no, you know, he's, uh, yeah. we're giving him a white bird. We're, we're so. not going to lower ourselves to his level. No, that's <laughs> we're right. prepared to lower ourselves to our own level, <laughs> not to his. Well, yeah, that's exactly right. I didn't believe you could go lower than the gutter, but apparently yeah. you can. So uh, We found a way. On the, and, um, and, of course, uh, Advanced Analytics, who are providing us with our web space for the time being. Um, God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> and sorry for all the internet spam. You know, we've just got a lot, yeah, a right, lot of yeah. young female fans. It's who we well, are. Well, yeah, that's right. Unfortunately, they're all offering Peterson enlargements. <laughs> what do you mean, so, unfortunately? But anyway, <laughs> if you'd actually like to send us a sensible email, by all means do so. The bloke pod at advancedanalytics.com.au. There's a first time for everything. <laughs> that's right. So we actually have had a couple of emails come through commenting really? on episode seven. and. Uh, oh Goodness. It's good to see that our distaste for Coldplay is shared by more of the twist. Uh, of course. The one thing that was yeah. going to yeah. get society to embrace us to their tender bosom. That's right. There is a unification <laughs> with regards to yeah. the hate associated with Coldplay. Um, actually, it, it's interesting. I'll, I'll bring Michael back up quickly. Michael's contribution when I asked him about uh, the bloke pod and, uh, and on iPod for Hell was photographed by Nickelback. I'm still not quite sure how the hell we managed to do an entire podcast based on songs that we hated and did not get a single Nickelback song in there because I think Nickelback would actually be the supporting act for Coldplay. The only thing that probably works in Nickelback's favour is is that they do two types of songs and they basically Shit sound the other. same. Yeah. We, can't, we couldn't quite work out exactly which Nickelback song it was yeah. to put on there, but his contribution photograph would probably definitely get a mention because oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard more than 30 seconds of photograph because as soon as I hear that, look at this You're photograph, for the every time, you know, it makes me bar. I mean, <laughs> that's it for me. I'm, I'm out of there. 
That's that's some Shakespearean rhyming there. Yeah. Well, well played, sir. Well, what can I say? <laughs> Moving on. So, interesting uh, interesting week. I'm actually going to sound off about the AFL. I think you're probably going to make... It, you're going to make a contribution. You're going to talk about the, the latest musings of Meta World Peace or Meta oh. World War, as you perhaps <laughs> should be known. And, um, yeah, so, without further ado, I might throw to you for Meta World Peace... Right, look, what's, what's happening on the Middle World Peace Watch of late? The depth of incoherence that this guy continually manages to come up with is, is nothing short of just, yeah, exemplary. Or, he's, he's fodder <laughs> for podcasts, yeah. basically. Now, for the record, he apparently has his own podcast called Metaphorically Speaking. Now, that pun is probably the height of his intelligence right there, but... We will, in terms of, yeah, we've mentioned some research that we've done in terms of the UB40 name. I think our research for our next podcast is to track down this metaphorically speaking, because if nothing else, it will make us realise that there's a podcast out there that's worse than ours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that can only be a good thing. And, and we are setting the bar pretty high there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The bar that you can probably trip over on your way to the but, toilet uh, in the middle of the night. Middle World, middle world Peace uh, seems to have a thing for the women of Oklahoma City from, from what I've read this week. Yeah. Uh, Care to elaborate well, on that? Uh, he sunk two baskets in two and a half minutes, which, as GJ pointed out, for someone on Kobe Bryant's team, is, is yeah nothing short of astounding. And uh, apparently, yeah, that was inspired by all the um, the good-looking women who were at the, the Oklahoma game. And he then, well, proceeded to accuse the commentator of some sort of mind play getting inside his head. Mind control, I think it was, getting inside his head. Um, And compared getting blown out in game one of the series to a guy who's divorced his wife and now wants to move on with his life, although she wants half of what he has. And if what I'm saying makes absolutely no sense whatsoever, then I've effectively captured (laughs) the essence (laughs) of this interview. Which, yes, was utterly bizarre. It makes you wonder if he hasn't copped the elbow to the ear throughout (laughs) throughout the years Yes, well, yeah, Mr. Harden got one back on him, a subtle one, uh, during during game one, actually. Mind you, so. compared to the one he received, anything, yeah. anything looks subtle, doesn't yeah, it? So that's you, can, right. you can pull um, out a knife and have at his kidneys and it looks yeah. subtle. Now, I'm going to take the AFL, or more to the point, the AFL media to task. The whole issue with the ducking, it's just... The it's sliding just or the ducking? Well, both, actually, <laughs> to be honest. I'll, let's, I'll deal with the ducking first, right. because... Um, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, the the way that this is, and you know, I'm not saying this is an Eagles fanboy, but if you go in to tackle somebody, the onus is on you to tackle them correctly and legally. Yes. If you slide up and you collect somebody's head, it's still a head high tackle. If you slide down and trip somebody, it's a free kick. So why would it be any different if you slide up? And um, I'm looking at you, Mark Robinson, and all these other Victorian nuffies in the media who know nothing about anything. (laughs) (laughs) For crying out loud, for crying out loud, (laughs) shut the fuck up with your whinging. (laughs) Write something coherent and meaningful. And, um, yeah, stop pretending you Luke Darcy, for God's sake. Anyone who wants to pretend they're Luke Darcy needs to get their head checked for starters. But, look, my opinion on this is quite simple. If you get to the ball first, then you're going to have the advantage of potentially winning those free kicks. That's a a very good point. And if you actually want to do real research on the Eagles' free kick count, you'll notice that in the games over here they played North Melbourne and Melbourne, who are... 
And Shot? Yeah, well, we could say that, but they aren't... Their, their tackling techniques were abysmal in both of those games, and there's a reason why there were so many free kicks. And, and They can't tackle! Yeah, and the other one was against the, the free kick machine himself, Buddy Franklin, who I believe gave away seven free yeah, kicks seven. himself yeah. that game, yeah. And it was also, um, yeah, played in abysmal conditions, so there were always going to be plenty of, um, yeah, two yeah. high free kicks plucked out from uh, yeah. from the rain. But, I mean, well, Mark Robinson was only driving this agenda because the Eagles happened to be playing his team mm. the following week. And, well, you know, you know... Oh, look, if there was any challenge, challenge, team... Challenge accepted and mission approved. Well done, Mark Robinson, but... You still don't know what the hell you're talking about. And if it was any Victorian team, there wouldn't be anywhere near this much attention being paid to it. The point that you made with regards to the ducking holds true to me with the sliding. To be perfectly honest, injuries happen. This is just the way... Just don't let Adrian Anderson hear that. The fact that Greg Broughton was even cited for what he did in the David Swallow incident was a complete and utter joke. If you get to the ball first, the onus is on the other people... To, to stop you in yeah. an effective manner. If they're dumb enough to run into you and get injured, well, that's yeah. just how it goes. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, I have no sympathy for the for these guys. And Adrian- it's unfortunate you got injure, injured, but, you know, th- stop stop making rules for the sake of making rules. Agent Anderson, for the record, I've, yeah, I've had bowls of Kellogg's All brand that have had more personality in them than that guy. Fair dinkum. That is just a personality-free zone. From the people who bought you Wayne Swan. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, think that, I think that people use uh, Kellogg's All brand to extract Adrian Anderson. <laughs> yeah. The truth yeah. This is yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the current regime, Demetrio and Anderson, I'd like to see oh. one positive thing that they've actually brought to the game during their tenure. Well, the only thing they have done is is kept um, that Mifsud guy in a job. Because, oh, because Demetrio God. wants his, his final legacy to be handing over to the first Indigenous CEO in Australian sports history just to absolutely shore up his position on the IOC when he retires from his current role. It's as simple as that. How Jason Mifsud still got a job's beyond me. Yeah, particularly when um, the guy from Melbourne was... Forced into resignation. No, Adelaide. Matt Rendell. Yeah, Matt Rendell. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. His position with with the whole Melbourne debacle, as it turned out, his position was untenable. Yeah, and he he was. But he offered to retire. He did the honourable thing. So I don't really. I view Demetrio as the major villain. I'm just going to say this this is just another side of bad leadership. It is. It really is. So yeah. All right. So on the more positive things, though. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's first name. I think it's Rain Gibson, but it's it's like R-H-E-I-N. However it's spelled, look him up, because he's just done the unthinkable and shot a round of 55 in golf. And before you go asking what the pass score was, it was 71. So a round of 16 under, which apparently is the best round of golf yeah. since, uh, since Kim Jong-il last went around. Yeah, that's right. So that is very yeah. impressive. Yeah. It's, it's a tragedy that Kim Jong-il was taken from us this year because it robbed us of what could have been one of the most the lowest-scoring shootouts of I was just going to say, it would have been an yeah. epic match play yeah. tournament, that one. Probably would have ended up as a shootout if Kim yeah, Jong-il sure. happened to lose. But, <laughs> that's yeah. but there you go. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. You, he wasn't getting out yeah. of there. We know. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, congratulations. I mean, that's an epic effort, as I... As yeah. I mentioned to Dad earlier on, that's, that's Tiger Woods 2011-esque <laughs> for me. Yeah. But, um, that yeah. is impressive. Yeah, 55, well done. Yeah. 55. I mean, I can't shoot 55 for nine holes these yeah. days. So, uh, 
Yeah, congratulations to uh, to Miss to to Gibbo as we yeah, like to Gibbo, Yeah, has it, we've adopted him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the most well-known golfer in Australia right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I guess the other big news coming out today is the guy with the greatest last name in Australian sports history, Casey the Stoner. Stoner. The yeah, Stoner. He's giving it away. What is he doing? As, uh, as, 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 what is he? Is he high? Yeah. <laughs> What's giving, going on there? Giving it up to Beastone, oh, maybe. Jeez. No. Oh no! Well, he's not uh, quite. Next best thing, apparently, a V8 supercar driver. Oh, uh, this is. I'm what just going to say the, the unfortunate thing is it just now means that the uh, the best Australian uh, driving sports name going around is back to Mr. Will Power. Oh, what about Marcus Ambrose in NASCAR? <laughs> Well. He, he got a season best finish of ninth last week, and somehow that made the inside cover of the West Australian. All right, come on, boys. I, I support the West Australian fully because it's good to see some print media surviving. But seriously, if you're going to print shit like that on the inside cover of the sports section, then your readership's going to be in a terminal decline. Come on, yeah. do some research. Find something better than a ninth place finish, for yeah. fuck's sake. And um, just as an update, uh, I, I forgot the other important news with their housekeeping from episode six. Uh, yeah, I flogged Dr. Dream Team just quietly. Oh, yeah. oh ouch. Yeah. How much does it hurt? Yeah, yeah, Dr. Dream Team, yeah. You're seriously. It, it all you, got, you got your medical yeah. degree off the back of a cereal box. That's right, yeah. You're the same, you're the same kind of doctor as that Dr. Scholl or Dr. Nick Riviera, oh. I mean. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. He's surely not in the same league as Dr. Nick. Come on. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> exactly. See, at least Dr. Nick's got a catchphrase. Yeah. More than can be said about this guy. Yeah, well, I'm just going to say, if you're, you're a supposed expert, if you're going to get beaten by me, that's never a good sign. <laughs> Poor yeah. form. Poor form, indeed. <laughs> so, yeah, Dr. Dr. Dream Team. Basically, yeah, look, I'm just going to say, look, look, look for me to now start contributing fantasy football <laughs> advice on this podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. He, he's, yeah, you've given him legitimacy, <laughs> which is which is a dangerous precedent. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, but, uh, yeah. So, big news in Dream Team World this week is all the coaches who've suddenly had to put Thomas Bug on their bench because yeah. he's being rested against Brisbane. A game against Brisbane is a rest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what the hell are you thinking? That's clearly a Kevin Sheedy move as opposed to a Mark Williams move. <laughs> clearly. I'll, I'll speak to her, so I just don't know what to say. You're not touching I'm that. also shaking my head because you know, I had to move Thomas. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, still, I'm still ranting over the, the whole Brandon Ellis substitute thing oh, last week. Which, In the fourth yeah. quarter, damn yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which which unfortunately unfortunately cost me an, a, a a loss. Well, gave me a loss in the eliminator. Mm. I lost by a whopping twelve points. And uh, yeah, Brandon Ellis with his with, with, with his six with his massive <laughs> six contribution like kicking a mark. Yeah, Thanks yeah, for coming. Yeah, <laughs> if he'd even just managed to get the ball like two or three more times, yeah, I would have been all right. But yeah, yeah well, personally for me, I I got burned with. Tossing up all week between Matthew Boyd and Sam Mitchell as captain. Ended up purely, if for no other reason than giving myself some sort of interest in following the Friday night game. <laughs> went with Mitchell, and that cost me 118 points, which was enough to see me yeah, drop a couple of my leagues this yeah. week. But, yeah, I mean, the good news is, uh, unfortunately, I'm out of the Illuminator, but I'm, I'm, I'm rolling, <laughs> to put it quite bluntly, in my, in my cons. Undefeated, highest scorer, looking, looking good with uh, 18 
18 trades still up my sleeve, so... But, but, but you're not winning your footy tips, the bloke pod league. Let, let's, let's remember oh, that. Wow. Yeah. That's Mr. Cricket right there with something like a three-point lead. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, for those of you who haven't heard, GJ and I have formed a, um, an aptly named Bloke Pod League on the footytips.com site. Although, as I was commenting to GJ tonight, there are no sort of allowances for the buy for the buy rounds on that site. So, yeah. basically... Uh, I think we'll be taking yeah. a buy those three yeah. weeks as well. <laughs> That's right. God, there's no nice way to put it. Yeah. yeah, there was a there was about a thirty second well, string of profanities akin to Bear <laughs> Jackson hearing "Baby" played by Justin Bieber. Oh, that uh, that came from my mouth. Don't even bring that up, man. Come on, <laughs> that's, that's just not cool. That's really not cool. God, I have to go and be physically ill now. I hope you're happy. It's <laughs> what I do. It's what I do. Could be more intelligible than my usual offerings for the podcast. But mm. Yeah, so, and, yeah, what, what else has been going on in the world of sport? The Windies have uh, just been rolled for 243 against England, and personally, I've just, yeah, I've got a feeling of dread in the pit of my stomach, because not only are we taking on South Africa and England within the next oh, 14 months in Test cricket, but Mitchell Johnson has also re-entered the fray, which, oh... I, I cannot I cannot put into words the combination of anger, grief, and horror that that fills me with. It is just... Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah. scary. It is scary to and, think uh, that he is so yeah. close to actually getting but, a recall. Uh, positive news for me, Miami Hate is up. Uh, is down 2-1 in there. Change the subject. Yeah, cool. that's right. <laughs> the Miami Hate down 2-1 in their playoff series at the moment to Indiana with uh, Chris Bosch out for the, for the series. Not looking too good for uh, for Lebronica and his uh, his teammate D Wade the crybaby. Um, I'm yeah, loving I reckon, the Lebronica call. That's yeah, gold. Yeah, Lebronica, because <laughs> he carries on like a big girl. Um, yeah, not a, not a not a big fan of either of those. Maybe guys. you should listen to Meta World Pieces blog. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I mean, Lebronica managed to win his uh, third MVP. Um, you know, when you when you go to a team where you're the second best player and there's no pressure on you or anything like that, and your team starts winning games, you put up these ridiculous stats. It's not that hard to win MVPs, really. You know, he's cheapening it for the rest of us. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I I just wonder what will happen to the hate if uh, if they do get knocked out. I think the coach share expulsion will be gone. There will be I some suspect, hate. I'll tell you that much. There will be plenty of hate. I think that one of the big three might even get traded, and Ooh. could be interesting to see which one it is because. Uh, How do you pick that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose if one of them's injured, well, <laughs> they can make the yeah. decision easier. But he's he'll be he'd be back next year. Oh. It's just a hip flexor problem, oh, but. Okay. Um, the issue I always had with uh, LeBron going to Miami in all seriousness was that I felt that him and Dwayne Wide were essentially the same player. So, to be perfectly honest, the guy who I'd be trading if I was Miami was LeBron James. You heard it here first, Well, There it is. Big call. And they could arguably get... And the best deal that they could get for LeBron James and the best deal that Orlando could get for them, their, their star malcontent, Dwight Howard, probably a straight swap. With a few little pieces there, it would certainly make Miami a better team. And Orlando, well, 
They're not going to get a better. They're not going to get a better deal than LeBron James for mm. Dwight Howard. So they should seriously, if that's on the table, they should take it. It's almost shades of uh, Ross Lyon for Rocket Eid. <laughs> Mutually beneficial. Yeah. Well, so it would have been until Frio entered the fray. So. Well, yes, Fremantle. What else? What can we say about Fremantle? Yeah. Five, five and two playing the most boring football you'll ever see. Well, what did you expect when Ross Lang? Uh, really? Yeah, I know that's exactly With right. any luck, they should be five and three by this time tomorrow. Although, I have to say, if they're ever going to beat Hawthorne, this is, this is the week to do it, because I maintain that Hawthorne are shite at best down at Aurora. They, they never seem to play that well there. Well, except for rounds... 23 from a couple of years back where Freo arrested their best 14 players or what yeah. have you. But since then, yeah, I mean, Sydney towed them up there just a few weeks ago. Um, and I think if if Freo are in the game early, if they stick with them, then, yeah, watch this space. I'm, I'm not confident. <laughs> I'm tipping a round four 2011 type game. Hawthorne West Coast Eagles, where it's like oh, okay. yeah. ten goals to nine or something yeah. like that, and Buddy manages to do something to win it single handedly. Oh, do you reckon against Frio? He he he's he yeah, has McFarlane. a worse record against Frio than yeah. any other team. McFarlane actually has a pretty good history yeah. against yep. him, but excellent. I'm going to quote Chris Noble. He's Nah, no, can, can I play the Chris Noble <laughs> oh, Richmond Duke? Well, yeah, I, I don't know that we could really put Buddy in the same boat as Richmond because at least Buddy's done something in that in my lifetime. <laughs> what do you mean, like, Richmond's Richmond's ninth places <laughs> yeah. doesn't do Nine anything years for in you. It <laughs> doesn't do anything for you. Uh, no, it doesn't. No. <laughs> well, it was entertaining to see Terry Wallace. Talk up, yeah. What the, six the, years of a three-year plan? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> finishing nine. Yeah. The five-year yeah. plan that's slated to finish sometime in two thousand and forty. Yeah. <laughs> so um, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, that's. Uh, I just love it. I don't know if you've seen it. He's got the uh, he's got the moniker over in the uh, in Victoria now as the list manager. And I saw, I, I looked at it when I saw it, and I thought, that's clearly a typo. I think they'd be the Wish Mangler. <laughs> because, I mean, he, he, completely, he, he completely destroyed Richmond. I mean, w- let's not even talk about tambling over Franklin, which was probably one of his master strokes. Yeah. Um, there's so many others. Jared Oakley Nichols in the first round. Um, and, and yes, the correct answer is who? <laughs> yeah, and they—I think they had the—they had a super draft one where they had three picks in the top twenty, and three years later, none of them were still playing for them. Oh Just God. yeah. Oh, well, oh, embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if if Terry, if you're getting advice from Terry Wallace on list management. Yeah. Hopefully it's about what not to do. <laughs> I was going to say, then you must be Chris Connolly. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. We, well, we, speaking of list manglers. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was him and Schwab. Yeah. <laughs> they finished their number on Freer and now they've moved to Melbourne. Yeah, Somehow that's... Dean Bailey lost his job before those two Muppets. Uh, how how yeah. could this have happened? I, how? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, on that note... I think it's time for us to get some pizza, take a break, recharge the batteries, and yep. come back for the second half. Yep, so uh, we will speak to you soon. Later, skaters. Later, Hosen. <laughs>